Drew Dees is a journalist, a disability rights activist, who's hoping to use this platform to shed light on the importance of including people with disabilities within the media industry, as well as shedding light on all the positive stories that people are going have going on in the world. You're listening to the Drew Dees News Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Drew's News Podcast. Today I have the opportunity of um, having two special guests kick off this adventure. Um, I wanted someone really special to kick off the first episode, and I thought who better to kick off the first episode than my parents, Samantha and Chris Worley. Um, So how are y'all doing today? I guess let's tell the listeners a little bit about y'all. Mom, you can go first. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> I'm Drew's mom. Um, we like to hunt, fish, play ball around here. And you're probably going to hear my other kids in the background barking. <laughs> Titan and Bella. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm Drew's dad. A um, little bit about me. I'm 45, I think. No, I'll be 45 this year. Um uh, <laughs> I've been working with the state of Florida for 25 years now. Um, not only with the state of Florida, but things around the house, which I've been doing today. That's why I look a little bit sweaty and hot. But. Alrighty, well, I'm just happy for y'all to be here. And I'm like, you know what? Who better to kick off that? Like I said, who better to adventure than for you two to tell my story through your eyes? Because honestly, without you both, if I'm being honest, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be about to graduate from the University of Florida here in August. That's crazy. Go Gators. Um, Go Gators. Who knows what the future holds. I may be back. I may get a master's. News may work out. But I've always said, where God guys, he provides. So, uh, But first and foremost, I wanted to say thank you to you both. Um, because, like I said, without you all, none of this would be possible. So the first question is, I want can both one or both of y'all describe your experience raising a child like me with cerebral palsy with a disability. What's what was that like for you all? It's a roller coaster ride, up and down. And that's the easiest way to describe it. There's a lot of ups, but there's a lot of downs. As um as my thought, thoughts have always been um raising a kid with disability um you treat them just like any other kid they want you to be just like any other kid and do all that you can do on your own so i mean really it wasn't it wasn't that bad to me i mean it's just like raising any other kid you're just a little bit special exactly we're all a little bit special at the end of the day right (laughs) right and I think that principle of what you said, you know, y'all raising me no different than any other kid. Um, you know, that really has carried me in all that I do in my professional life and my personal life. You know, I'm no different. I can do whatever I set my mind to. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I, I really think it starts at day one. It all has to come down to at the end of the day, like, yep, I'm a great kid. But um, it all has to come down to the parents. Because, you know, you can have kids like me who are like, oh, I have cerebral palsy, let's feel sorry for myself. 
or you can choose to, you know, raise them to live life to the fullest. And I believe that that's what you both have done with me. Right. Absolutely. What was the greatest challenge or what was the biggest reward or both of the adventure? The biggest challenge, the biggest challenge is, to me, is trying to get other people to, to see you as a normal person, and that we're trying to raise you as a normal person. And um, what am I most proud of? I'm most proud of that, that you're doing your own things out there, and you're attending the University of Florida, you're doing it big. I try, I try. Try to w uphold the family name. That's what I try to do, you know, do, do y'all proud. Because at the end of the day, like I said, y'all have a lot to do with it, whether you know it or not. What was your biggest motivation to keep ad advocating for me in school, in life, whatever it may be? Because I know there's, you know, me every day. I, I, really, um, I really understand uh, what it's like to hit those roadblocks now. Um, and I'm like... Dang, how did mom and dad do it? Because I, 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 it's so easy just to throw your hands up in there and say, I give up. But what was your what was your motivation and your will to keep on fighting to get me to where I am today? I, I think that's the responsibility of the parent. Um, you have to advocate for your kid and speak for your kid. There's nobody else going to do it. Uh, do you I agree with your mom. You, you have to advocate and fight. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the day, like I've already said, our biggest goal was pushing you to be as independent as you could be. So um, really, that's our motivation because as mama's told you before, and you already know, we're not always going to be here forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what kind of things have you all learned along the way throughout the process? Make the best of it. Um, appreciate what you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, learn that, that there's really nothing that we can't do. We just may have to do it a different way. Yep. I mean, that's something we've told you probably all your life. Uh that's the slogan. You, you adapt and you overcome. You rise above. Right. Um, looking back, is there anything that you wish you you would have known or something that someone would have told you when it comes to raising a child with a disability? Uh, yeah, like there was an instruction book or something. <laughs> <laughs> How to make the connections with other parents and like companies to get things that you need because that stuff's not yeah that's probably the hardest part making the connections or talking to people or finding people to get the things that you need yeah. and, and that, that fight still continues um you know even today i'm you know i'm about to graduate here in august and i've um I don't know if mo any any of our listeners know. Most of you who know me know that for 23 years prior to coming to a facility like Cypress Hall that I'm in here at the University of Florida, I had to call in and out of the bad habit first. 
Um, so it's really uh, the state-of-the-art facility that I'm in right now here at the University of Florida. It's only one of two in the nation. And to me, that's not right. Um, that's something we need to change. So it's like six months from now, where do we go from here? Do we go backwards? Do we go forwards? And unless you've got the funding to do it, um, you know, it's really hard. It's really tough. Um, so stay tuned uh, to, throughout this podcast because I'll be documenting that journey as well um, during transition. And you all, um, the listeners and my parents and everyone has really supported me in everything that I've done um, and made it really easy. So know that any of this merchandise or any kind of donation that you all are making to this podcast, it will go right back to those kinds of things to ensure that I don't have to go backwards um, into something like that again. Because Lord knows, I don't know if I could do it, even if I, I had to. Because, um, you know, we all love food, and I think I finally caught up with everybody. So... <laughs> What is one thing that I've done during my lifetime so far that you are most proud of and why? You going first or me? Um, my thing that I said a while ago is, is making it to college and not just any college, the University of Florida, my favorite at all of them. Um, I think that's what, what I'm most proud of. And, you know, it ain't just that. It's, it's the fact that you know what you're out there living on your own and doing on your own something that 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 i have instilled into you and and pushed you through and and you're out there doing it yes sir i can't name just one thing <laughs> there, uh, i mean there's a lot okay with all that, with raising me, you know, stress levels are high. <laughs> and even for me now, again, that's something that I too now realize as I've gone through the education system and as I've started to venture and advocate for myself, you know, stress levels are high. I'm like, God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you making it so hard? You know, but I always try to try to see the positive um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm not here to say that I don't have bad days. I'm sure you you and I both have had bad days along the way. Um, and we're, we're all not here to sit here and say we haven't. Um, oftentimes, there's more bad days than good. But when we have a good day, we're like, ooh, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Um, but what are some things that you've used to compensate for the stress of having to raise a child with a disability? Like, what 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 did you all do to kind of you know have some me time or whatever? I don't think we had that till you were grown. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean you kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, you said me time. There wasn't a whole lot of me time um, until you were older. But you know that's that's kind of the 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 stress reliever is the little bit of me time that that we have with ourselves. Exactly. Is there any advice you would give to a parent who's in your shoes? Keep pushing. Never stop pushing them. Yep. 
and I'll, I'll say that too. My slogan is, I don't stop at the first no, um, because if we stopped at the first no, we wouldn't get anywhere, you know? There's gonna be lots of no's before that one yes. And I've related that to, you know, disability stuff, getting the equipment and stuff that I need, to my professional life, you know? I've applied for many internships, and I've gotten no after no after no, and, um, you know, it was kinda hurt, it hurt a lot. And I, I was getting to the point where I'm like, hmm, is this for me? Am I doing the right thing? Do I give up? But I kept pushing, and I got that one yes, and that one yes is all it took. Um, and I'm similarly in that situation here at school now. You know, um, I'm thankful and lucky and blessed that the University of Florida has faculty here that really invest um, in the students. Not to say that the other ones that weren't already here didn't invest in me. I don't think they knew how to invest in me um, because I couldn't use the bigger camera equipment. Um, but now I finally have an instructor who won an Emmy for mobile journalism. She shot a documentary with an iPhone 5S. Um, so I really think that that's turning the page for me um, even more so because I can only turn the page for myself so much and so can y'all. It, take, it takes a village um, to do this. So that, that's one of my things. And then lastly, it's kind of like my signature question. I ask every single guest that comes on the show this question. Um, what do you all hope your legacy will be? Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, really, I, I had to look up and see what legacy means. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. Uh, like, yeah. what do you want people to remember you by when you're not here any longer? Well, me, I, I just, you know, I try to be a good person every day and the best person that I can be. And and I think if that's what my legacy is, that's what I want people to remember is whenever somebody says Chris Worley, I want to say, hey, you know, that was a good dude. He's always smiling. His. That's what I always hear about him. He's always smiling, and if he's not, oh boy, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> but thank goodness that oh boy, watch out doesn't happen very often. <laughs> and then if anyone's listening to this or anyone's watching this today, and they're like, wow, Samantha and Chris Worley, they really know how to raise a child right with a disability. They did it right, and I need some guidance. How can they connect with you all? We both have Facebook. Yep. Um, of course, we have email, and you have our contact numbers, so they're more than welcome to reach out to you for them. Exactly. So just message me on my Drudy's Reports Facebook page, and I'll be more than happy to reach out to mom, dad, and let them know, hey, these people are going to be contacting y'all, just so they're not like, who is this kind of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I really appreciate you both for uh, taking the time. And, you know, like I said in the beginning, none of this would be possible without you both. So I appreciate y'all. 
I love you both. And uh, when I make it big, I'll be sure to remember y'all. That's right. Hey, keep reaching for the stars. That's right. I love you guys. All right, love everyone. All right, everyone. You've just listened to another episode of the Drew's News Podcast. Um, stay tuned for another episode next week. And don't forget to follow me on social media on all platforms at Drew D's Reports or email me at dsreports at gmail.com. If you have a testimony or something that you're doing good in the world or if you just have a topic that you would like me to cover. And as always, remember, if you can dream it, you can drew it. Thank you so much for your support of the Drew's News Podcast. It is certainly appreciated. Just a couple of important notes. I currently have Drew's News Podcast merchandise on sale now until February 15th. I have coffee mugs, shirts, and sweatshirts available. All proceeds from this merchandise will go right back to my mission of advocating for people with disabilities, my career as a future journalist, or housing fees to get an accessible apartment after graduation from the University of Florida in August. I will put the link to order in the show notes below. Again, I thank you for your support and we'll see you on the next episode.